0: Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.
1: Welcome to another episode of HSB Inside Out with my host, Mister Randy Contrell, the star of the show, Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, and our other guest, Mister Jeffrey Atkins. Jeff, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing good, Dennis. How are you and good. Randy? Doing wonderful, Randy. What's it like in Dallas today?
0: Uh, one half of the house has the air conditioner uh, not working, so it's mm-hmm. hot. Uh, so, thankfully, yeah. this part of the house it's cool. It's fine. So. so,
1: you look you look comfortable in that part of the house. That's because it's cool on this part of and, the house. And it's not comfortable in the other part of the house. No, right? it
0: is not. It is not. Well,
1: today we're going to bring up some topics that may not make people comfortable. And that's not our intent. It's just where we are. I want to answer some questions that um, have been problematic. Uh, one of the issues is, you know, Jeff, we had three beaches in the village. And today we have how many? Uh, I think two. <laughs> one on Lake DeSoto, one on Lake Balboa, right back that way. And we had one on Lake Cortez and a lot of people were aggravated about that. A lot of people didn't understand what was going on. They didn't know what the problem was or what the issue was. And we're going to talk today about reserved property. Dun dun dun. Am I sharing with you guys yet? Or have I just got that pulled up?
0: Nope. You just got it pulled I've up. You can share, share. And while you're yeah. sharing it, for those of us that have no clue what you're talking about, give us some definitions.
1: Well, definition of reserved property, definition of the beaches, or what are we talking about?
0: Reserved property.
1: Jeff, how would you describe reserved property, my friend?
2: Uh, Reserved property is any property that Cooper owns or the developer owns, if it's not Cooper anymore at some point, Mm -hmm. um, that could potentially be brought into the village at some point in the future. And when it's brought into the village, it can be designated as residential or commercial, typically it's brought in as commercial.
1: Yeah, and 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 we've been told the reason people bring it in as commercial initially is because it's easy to change it to residential later. But if you think of a traditional city, Randy, this is what kind of where we're going with there. If you think of this as a traditional city, that it it's a it's a plot of land that's not been yet designated as anything. Okay, and and Cooper as the developer has rights to do with as they wish. This is this is what you get to do when you build your own city. You get to do these kind of things, right? And oh, there we go. Sorry, just popped myself out here. Uh, but part of the deal, let, let's focus in on an area that's been of, of great interest, and that is Cortez Beach. This property uh, has been Cooper property the whole time. Those of you who can see my little arrow here, you'll see that is where the beach used to be. And at the end of that island on Lake Cortez, beautiful, beautiful area, uh, that property was recently sold.
2: Jeff, am I? was it two and a half, three acres, something like that? I don't remember the exact dimensions. It's not particularly big, but it's certainly big enough.
1: Yeah, it's it's a well. They're building a, a, a outbuilding and a uh, garage, and then they're going to build a main house later. Really nice couple from Malmel. Sweet people. I've met them. They're great folks. And and to their note they didn't know this had been a, a beach for 35 years. You know, they didn't, they didn't know there was an association per se. All they knew is that this is a piece of property that was sitting here that Cooper had put up for sale. And so let's go through the process, Jeff. They, they make an offer on this property that Cooper has listed on the MLS for sale. And then the first thing that happens is, is they're asked how they want to bring it in?
2: Well, it's not necessarily in the MLS. In this case, it may have been. In, and there are other properties currently in the MLS, um, but um, they are uh, make an offer on it, and when they agree with Cooper on the purchase, they have to decide if they want it to be residential or commercial, and then I, I believe they also have to make a designation whether or not to actually bring it into the village uh, because so, I don't think it's automatically part of Hot Springs Village. And I, I think there's another example of that recently uh, just off of Cortez Road.
1: Well, and I, I can't click there right now because it's in the other county. But if you'll see where my mouse is right here, back behind Cortez, oops, sorry, over here behind. Right what there the yes. is. Right there, yep. Uh, that one of these pieces was bought by a gentleman who decided that he did not want to bring it in the village, right? So uh, as that's, not, that's my understanding, yes. Yeah, that's, that's our understanding. And, and as such, he doesn't have to take his plans to the ACC. He doesn't have to ask for approval. He doesn't have to get a permit to burn trash. He doesn't have to whatever he wants to do because that property was reserved and Cooper sold it as not in part of the village, but you know for the, for the other side, he doesn't get POA water. He doesn't get POA road, paved roads. He doesn't get utilities per se, sewer per se. So he has to do that more himself, but he can effectively kind of have a piece of property in the village that's not in the village technically, right?
2: Right. And, and this would be no different than him buying it from some other person that owned it. Uh, really, I mean, it's just like if he'd bought it from you, it's not in the village.
1: Right, right, right. So, so this would be an example of reserve property. Let's go back and uh, I know a, a, a issue that's going to really get a lot of people's attention. Uh, because a lot of people think that we're a city and they think that the POA owns everything, and they do not. So let's go down to the far east end here right there. Am I on the right lot, Mr. Mister Jeffrey? For uh, the, the new acreage Mr. Brandon bought right here? At the I, gate?
2: I believe that's one of them, yes.
1: Yeah. There's two pieces, two, two parcels. Uh, one of them uh, backs up to the gate, uh, and one of them backs up to basically, a, he, I think he's going to build a commercial development here. He's talking about making some outbuildings and whatever. But this was bought by Brandon Tedder uh, with Renaissance Properties, and, and one as such. He didn't have to bring it in the village, but he chose, I think, to bring it in as commercial uh, and going to build some more commercial buildings there. And, and a lot of people were very concerned. You know, what are you going to do? How are you going to do this? Well, why are you building townhouses? Which, by the way, he pivoted back to homes, if I'm not mistaken. But but that said, all these changes, I know this sounds alarming to people, but Cooper has the right to do with this property as they wish, right? Uh,
2: yeah, that, that's correct. And I'm not sure if it's one of those parcels or both of them. There is actually a sign down on DeSoto Boulevard now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like it's a secret or, or anything. Yeah. You know, we kind of watch these things. So that we saw that it had transferred hands and there's other parcels. There's the parcels uh, that Brandon bought where he is building those houses uh, over by Isabella. And then there's mm-hmm. some others alongside either side of Diamante Boulevard um, that we've seen transfer hands. Is this, is this up, one of the ones right, along right Diamante? Right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. There's a and little that. sliver along there that belongs to the Diamante Property Owners Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there. Those those right up against the road um, are Diamante. But then on outside of that, way a little further away from the road, uh, are parcels um, that have been bought from Cooper.
1: And I know a lot of people. I actually know some other businessmen who had considered looking at this particular piece right here. That's basically just beside DeMonte. It backs up to DeMonte, but it's it's kind of road frontage, and it looks like a great place where you might want to put a business. Let me zoom in there just a little. Uh, but Cooper Cooper has requirements on this that you can't put parking or you can't build an easement from the street to this property. So you would have to go down Reliza or Pomia and park in the back here so the the public facing side would be the the buildings would face the street but the parking would have to be back. and several people have just declined because that not kind of how they want to do it right jeff
2: yeah uh, right and the only thing i would say is that currently there's not a uh, way to get through from Reliza to that back road you have to go on the east end
1: oh yeah you do have to come back come back another yeah. way yeah
2: randy yeah. is this beginning that's to being make- sold that was actually bought by a third party they're just trying to resell it is my understanding and just looking at public records. Oh really? Um, this piece right here. Yeah. It's not actually owned by Cooper currently. So it has been sold. Yeah.
1: Huh. Interesting. At
2: least at least once.
1: <laughs> so, so I, I think Randy, the, one of the points that Jeff and I are trying to make here is that the, the bottom line is there's going to be some changes in the village, the way the village looks the way that as you drive through the village, some of the easements and whatever are going to look different. And the POA is not doing anything. Is that fair, Jeffrey? I mean, they're, they're not, doing this?
2: Well, no, they're, they're, I don't think they're really involved in any of this. Um, I'm, I'm sure they're aware of some of it that's going on and um, are consulted when needed. Uh, you know, one of the things to keep in mind is Cooper uh, has always taken the best interest of the village at heart uh, with the understanding that they need to sell this property. And an example of that is they don't want a bunch of entrances off of DeSoto Boulevard. Um, they they could probably allow that and make more money off the land, but that's not what they're doing, or that's that's not what they allowed to be done. So they they kept the best interest of the village um, as part of their consideration when they sold this property.
1: I think that's fair. So so less traffic entering onto Desoto is just a wise thing. Randy, yeah. is this beginning to make any sense?
0: Yeah, I've got a question: reserve property that is for sale versus or is there such a thing as reserve property that is not for sale and will never be sold?
2: Well, I think they would take an offer on anything that they owned. would be my guess. Um, you know, but um, all of it could be sold at some point uh, when you get to the point of, of stuff that can't be sold easily, that's the common property that's owned by the POA. And, and you'll see that all through here. I mean, it's between every house or all these little gaps between all these houses that you see on the map are common property. And Dennis, if you click on one of those, it, it will show you- Yeah, let me Springs give them village a village Yeah, there you
1: go. There's a great example.
2: Yeah. That, that PLA. is
1: POA property. And this was all deeded to the POA from Cooper. They would build the golf course as we talked about with John Paul the other day. They would build the golf course and then deed all this property. And, and it's kind of genius in some ways. If you look, for example, where my cursor is here, you see where the the green space goes back behind all this, the reserve green space, Randy. That's just simply where they ran the utilities many times. Okay. You know they they needed an easement, and it it just made sense. Now there's other places that they set aside as just large green space, which plays part of this one. Jeffrey, is this? Uh, I'm getting up to the Cooper Reserve, aren't I?
2: Yeah, I don't know exactly where it's located over there, but it is it is the Cooper Reserve. Yeah. Uh, the nature yeah. reserve.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Randy,
2: to answer your question a little more directly is uh, I think they would sell anything that they own for the right price. Um, well, unless wanted, they want to keep it for some specific reason that, you know, we're not aware. of.
1: Yeah. And, and Randy, I think you and I have alluded in private conversations about this before, but I want to make a note to, to people who are, would not know this. To protect the POA, Cooper owns a thin sliver of land all around the village, and I'm going to click right here and show you an example right there, and that can vary from six inches to five feet wide, but that's so that I couldn't buy, say, this lot right here and decide that I wanted to build a bridge over to this property over here, and I would make my own gate outside the village, okay? So, and, and Cooper's, they've done this before. I mean, they thought this through and you know, he was an attorney and I mean, they, they're really looking at the best interest of things. They're, they're studying these scenarios. But for the most part, I, I really, it's hard to fault Cooper for what they've done here. Wouldn't you say, Jeffrey?
2: Yeah, I, I think overall, it was, it was a good way to do it. Um, it left some decisions to the future as far as how big the village would get. Um, and certainly it makes sense to bring in uh, contiguous areas uh, under certain conditions. I, I think there's just um, potentially some things going on now, but they're only rumors, so I don't really want to talk about them. Um, but there there are parcels that are not currently reserved property that could become reserved property um, and then be brought into the village um, as reserved property.
1: And, and not to cloudy the water any more than it is, but there are reserve properties and there are undesignated properties. Cooper owns a lot of land around here. I mean.
2: Right. Yeah. If you go and you look at, at these, um, the Garland and County Assessors websites, you can find um, multiple parcels. Some of them um, over like behind DeSoto Golf Course even look like they're landlocked to a certain degree. Um, kind of curious as to why Cooper would keep those instead of, just making them common property. But uh, anyway, the, mm. you can find out a lot with these maps that used to be a lot harder to research when we didn't have these maps and the great satellite imagery. And keep in mind that Cooper did all this without satellite imagery, right? <laughs> and, without, and GPS, yeah. they didn't have GPS. Uh, they, did, they probably didn't have very good topo maps. Uh, it's amazing. It, it it's is remarkable. Because, should, we like be, saying-
0: should we be concerned that You know that large, large swaths of wilderness are going to disappear inside the village?
2: Well, Uh, I I would say my, my answer to that would be most of the unused acreage inside the village is common property. So, no, you don't
1: about that. Yeah. And, and, and when you say wilderness, I mean, you know, we're going to split hairs there, but, but undesignated properties that people, part of the problem, part of the issue. And I think you would agree here, Randy is, is that it feels wild or it feels natural because there's so much green. That's right. right. And and one of that is really to, to, let me give you an example here. There you go. There's an example of how much green space the POA owns along that path okay uh the the poa has a large buffer there's the golf course in and of itself but the poa has a large buffer in nearly every place that cooper designed gave to the poa to manage so i don't think the feel is going to change for much people like jeff and i that wander off the main path a lot and i mean that literatively and figuratively don't i jeff right yeah Yeah. um the people that wander off the, the path a whole lot we're yeah, yeah, it's gonna feel different. It's gonna feel different somewhat. But I mean, we're we're out on the inroads in the middle of nowhere, you know. So that's that's what and, it is. and
0: why do I care about any of this?
1: Well, number one, if you why were somebody I? that was going to the uh if you were regularly going to the Cortez Beach and now you don't have a Cortez Beach anymore, you would be very disappointed. And
0: you're I'm right? gonna blame and, the and I'm gonna blame the POA probably and yeah,
1: because and you don't understand. Said. Right. Yeah, you're one of those low knowledge villagers we talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, the POA could have bought it, you know, and that would have eliminated that issue, but I'm sure it was a pretty penny. Um, but I can give you an example of, of the downside is if if you lived in Promesa subdivision and you thought you had a nice large buffer between you and DeSoto Boulevard, and then all of a sudden there's multiple commercial buildings right behind your house, you might be a little disappointed. Um, and yeah. uh, Am i right I'll here, give you Jeffrey? another example, right r- just to the right of where your cursor is now, right there, Dennis. Click yeah. on that little square. That was reserved property. Um, go at the corner of Danville and DeSoto, the nor- northwest corner. No, the northwest, the top, top North left. Other northwest. Yeah. Top left. Right there, that property has now got a middle building on it. So if you own one of those houses or sell away, thinking that you had trees behind you forever. And now you don't, you have a metal building. Yeah. Um, okay, so those take are that, the downsides.
0: Take that property right there. So they, they buy that property from Cooper. They
2: right. then
0: can decide if they want to be in or out of the village for that particular piece of property. I'm assuming they're inside the village. They chose to be in, in the village.
2: I would assume that they did, you know, because okay. you can buy property outside the village probably cheaper than you can from Cooper. Yeah. And if you're not going to get the water and the sewer and everything else, why buy this piece of property? Why buy some? Why not buy? And so something? then,
0: if they do that, and and whatever they want to do with that property, what is the role of the POA, if any?
2: Well, I believe they, if they're inside the village, if they if they declare that they want to be inside the village, I believe that their uh, development has to go through the ACC.
1: Yeah, they do have to file a permit. They have to request. They they have to do. And, and let me back up here just a second here. I'll, I'll simplify this right back down here at the corner of DeSoto Soto and Ponce. Here is Remax Realty. Okay. Well, that's a commercial place and they had to get permission to put commercial buildings. They can only make their signs so big from the street. They can only have certain types of lighting. Am I correct here, Jeffrey?
2: Oh yeah. There, there's all kinds of, uh, restrictions to protect the looks and feel of the village. Yeah. Um,
1: So, so they're subject to those rules because they did bring that property into the village, but that said, that doesn't mean they have to, I mean, there's property right here and right here along DeMonte, as we talked about. Um, there's, there's interesting properties in play. It looks like to me.
0: Historically, has there been more, has there been more in the village than out or is it just kind of a case by case as people?
2: I, the one that's over off of Cortez Road is the first one I know about where somebody bought property from Cooper and elected not to bring it into the village.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. and that's, that's very odd. And I, I, I want to let me let me clarify something here, Jeffrey, and I, I can't do it on this map because this map is another county. But right here on Cortez, if you'll notice this piece of property right here, I believe the same gentleman who purchased this also purchased this. I believe this is not in the village but why on earth would you buy shoreline on Lake Cortez and not bring it into the village? I mean, right?
2: you're, you're going to want the water and the sewer and the fire protection yeah. and everything. And
1: you're else. going to, I mean, the, that road is served by the POA and you, you, why would you have home sites on the lake if you didn't want water
2: and sewer, you know, really? Yep. Yeah. And that goes, yeah. that goes back to, you could have found cheaper property somewhere else if you just wanted to build a metal building there so that's yeah, probably not yeah, yeah, what's
1: going to happen yeah. so randy are we answering some of the questions yes well i really uh jeffrey unless you can think of something else i think we've kind of covered and i'm, I'm this could range all day long but <laughs> i'm trying to kind of keep it to a piece i tell you what I, how about a piece of trivia here at the last minute randy how's that yeah, let's do it uh there are five acre lots up in this area and actually if you follow that road and curve that road back around and curve that road back around this actually goes right down to the middle fork of the Selene River. And so some of these properties literally back right up those are outside the village but that one in particular whoop, 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 back's right up to the middle fork of the Saline River. So these are larger lots because they're relatively uneven and then here you go. Now are all
0: these coop, all these are Cooper owned?
1: Uh, they you know, were they're village owned. Yeah, they're they're part of the village. Okay uh they're, indi- they're owned by
2: individuals yeah they're owned they're by individuals owned now, by the now they've been with.
1: sold it's okay. still part of the village this farm this farm this farm that farm as i'm understand it these are uh these are all uh, this is a private farm at the end of a road at the end of a end of the end of a road and at least three years ago there was a school bus that came here every day now let me put this in perspective to you that's a long school bus ride <laughs> 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 anyway, way anyway you want to break mm-hmm. it down from the very north side, and, and there there's I, I don't know of any crossing of the river. Do you, Jeff? Well, the there's the
2: Cortez Gate.
1: Yeah, the Cortez Gate has a crossing, but that's like yeah. That wouldn't be that far actually. Uh, that's over here, actually. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah.
2: But I believe Jesseville has buses that run almost all the way to Perrin. So no, that's true too. That's true too because to yeah, the Perrin School District was dissolved. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, any other questions or things you want to chat about?
0: No, no, it's, uh, it's, it's clear as mud. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think I, no, I what, get it
0: though. I mean, I get it, but I can also understand why there's a lot of confusion and why people, you know, uh, because until we had this conversation before we hit record, you know, you're just, you're, you're thinking everything's POA, you're not mm-hmm. thinking that Cooper, when you, when you talk about. Cooper stopping operation in whatever year that was that they stopped, you're thinking that's that's the end of Cooper and and their involvement in the village. Not so.
1: Not so at all. As a matter of fact, like we talk about, they've got a you know a, a border around the entire village to to stop into ingress and egress. And then, for example, a classic example is, you know, you look at this big piece of property and you're like, well, certainly the, the POA owns that. Well, yeah, yeah, because that's they're charged with maintaining that for the health of the village and that piece of property. Also, they're there, there by Lake Lago, but that doesn't mean and I do not know this, but that doesn't mean that that piece of property is not owned by Cooper and, and undesignated, as you might call it, you know, not even reserved property, just not designated at all.
2: Yeah, right.
0: And I get yeah, it. Is Jeff, a very I common- get, go ahead
2: it is a very common misconception. People say, well, well, Cooper left. Well, no, they didn't. They're still the developer. They still have all the developer rights they had. And, um, so far they've used those to the best interest of the village for the most part.
0: And I think that's, I think that's a super important point for idiots like me that, that are still trying to kind of wrestle some of this stuff to the ground because until Dennis and I really started this podcast and he and I had some private offline conversations, I did not understand that at all. Cause I would have been, and I dare say there's a ton of people in the village who probably been there uh, for a long, long time who still confuse
1: that. There was a gentleman on social media the other day that told, was talking about this particular piece of property. And he said, that's not fair. He shouldn't be able to do that. That's in the city. Uh, uh, that we're not we don't we're not a city yeah we, we don't we don't you know and i i'm not just playing semantics i mean really it's not yeah but a you city. understand
0: you, you can easily understand how people sure. could be so easily confused about it all
1: looks like a city walks like a city talks like a city ought yeah. to be a city right well yeah.
0: welcome to the uniqueness that is hot springs village
1: right? <laughs> that's true that's true i tell you what if i can one other thing just a quick sideline here uh, I want to show everybody, and, I'm, and Randy, I don't think I've covered this before. Right down here at the bottom of Balboa, Jeffrey, what street am I looking at here? That's uh, Danville Road. It's Danville Road, yes. Danville Road, yeah, Danville road off Highway 5. If you want to take a quick tour of the village and, and feel like you're in a different world, this is the place to go. This little corner right here at the corner of Danville and 5, just before the road turns hard, uh, maybe, I don't know, what? Uh, three, four miles outside the Balboa Gate. But you just follow Danville Road north, and I'm going to go slower because I know. And you'll come up to Balboa Golf Course. And on the west-hand side, you'll have the uh, Coronado Golf Course, and it threads right between there, as you can see. Okay. Threads back up here beside the Beehive, comes back up to the right-hand side of Lake Balboa, which is being dumped into from Lake Coronado. And this road continues to go up, goes right past the property Jeff was talking about, the commercial property, comes back by DeMonte and comes right out here at the Alan Tillery Farm. And uh, I'm not going to zoom in. I will tell you, I'll zoom in a little. Uh, I can't see it. You know this is Alan Tillery's farm who has a Chevy dealership because the pool in his backyard is shaped like a Chevrolet emblem. Uh, Who knows, though, (laughs) right? Who knows? But one of the things that Diane and I love to do, this is a beautiful, beautiful drive right down through here, this little meadow and there are guard donkeys. I'm not exaggerating, Randy. There are guard donkeys and they're they're friendliest things, but they guard the cattle that are there. And when you come up you'll grab a little grass from the side and feed it to them, and they'll come up and just stare and look. I'll I'll send you some pictures, Diane and I have. Uh, The sweetest little things. And then as you come up, you can actually turn left and go out to the little end of the road here, which is down by the Middle Fork of the Saline River. You've already crossed the Middle Fork of the Saline River. There's a steel bridge here that looks like you're 100 years ago. Turn right. Come over onto Danville Road some more. Danville Road some more. I'm going to slow down because I'm going too quick. And if you turn, uh, is this my turn? I can't read that. Jeffrey, can you read that?
0: Sulphur Springs Road to...
1: Yeah, Antio- no, actually, yeah, that may be my road.
2: Antioch uh, Road is also known by Goose Pond Road, I believe.
1: That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one, Sulphur Springs, will take you right back down into.
2: Yeah, there's Goose, there's where it's labeled as Goose Pond. Yeah, um, there
1: it is. There's Goose Pond. And you're coming back into DeSoto, I mean, to DeMonte over here and Ponce over here. Yeah. And then this road will take you. Goose Pond will come right back down under the village. It literally goes under the road there. So it's one big loop. Uh-huh. Makes a huge loop and comes back out on Highway 5. And and honestly, I know it sounds silly, but it's it's a fun little road. And you're thinking, because you're literally going under the village at a couple of places to get through the village. Um, and, and Jeff, I tell you what, it goes back exactly to what you said about the guys who laid this out. Genius. I mean, really.
0: And that drive is going to take you how long? Leisurely.
1: Uh, you'll probably want to stop and look around. It might take 30, 45 minutes, okay. but I mean, literally you're going to feel like you're in the mountains of, of, uh, of the Ozarks or, or the Warshaws because you are. Because you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, beautiful little drive. I hope, I hope our guests are, and our viewers would want to do that and take a look around. Yeah. It's
0: on my list now.
2: Yep. Okay. Jeff,
1: any other last comments you want to say about reserve property?
2: No, I think we've covered most of the important
1: details. Well, it's been a pleasure for Jeff Atkins. Thank you for joining us. Mr. Randy Contrell, my co-host and the star of the show, Hot Springs Village. Thank you for joining us on Hot Springs Village Inside Out.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com and tell a friend.